country and western group called the Dalton Brothers and we're going to get into uh, country and western for a couple of years give up the rock and roll see I was told by a very wise old man that there was no money in the rock and that country was where the real money was to be made and uh, so that's what we're going to do in fact Bono are you going to? Oh this is uh, one of the tunes come sit you right there with me Stay tonight Until the morning sets you free I know our love Will last forever But will our love Lucille last the night Whoops Deep as a river Wide as the ocean High as a mountain, I'd climb for thee. I know I love her. We'll last forever, but will our love, Lucy, last night? How about that? I like it. Go for it. Your next dance, please. Next, <laughs> we'll call you. That's the Dalton Brothers' first single. Okay. I'd like to introduce you to the man who gave us all our first job. Uh, 
He says he only sings on special occasions, so I guess tonight must be a special occasion. Larry Mullen Jr. It's a traditional Irish show, not summer for a bit, so you have to bear with me. I, I met my love by the gas works wall. I dreamed a dream by the old canal. I kissed my girl by the factory gate. To fill it up 
It's a Bob Marley song.
including his partner. John Wessex's The Enigma Brokers is the first book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke? Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 499. I was really, really just cool. leaving the theater. Cadillac, this convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with a white interior. And I started to do some thinking. Black, black, classic. Saturday, 2. I'm a freeway. Good I am a total fan of Lori Stanton's voice is absolutely right. I am a petty, and adolescent. And I will cut Hello, the Blake. Henry. Yeah. Charlie here. Yeah. 
I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Has John Clooney's friend and ally become a dangerous enemy? Private investigator Anton Gruber has been CIA agent John Clooney's trusted aide. Clooney may have questioned Gruber's taste in cuisine, but never his loyalty, until Gruber double-crossed him. Escaping with his life, Clooney is sidelined while his superior attempts to discover how Gruber was compromised. The investigation delves into Gruber's astonishing past, from his unpleasant days as an East German border guard to life as a narcotics agent, from his time in the tango clubs of Buenos Aires to a trip up the Amazon in search of Nazi gold. John Wessex's The Prague Deception is the third book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Hey, Mutineers Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we gotta serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Are you looking for local handcrafted leather goods? Look no further than Skin on Skins, a local mission leather working shop. All original pieces handcrafted for you. Jackets, belts, purses, jewelry, everything made out of leather. You need your bicycle seat fixed? You want it in cool leather? Under can do it. You have a motorcycle that you want to fit out with side bags and cool stuff talk to under go to skinonskins.com that's s-k-i-n-o-n-s-k-i-n-s.com you just went to Folsom Street Fair and you don't have enough leather go see under everything is handcrafted and understated quality fine leather handcrafted goods for all of your needs he also does fixes maybe you love that jacket He'll put the zipper back in. Talk to Under at SkinOnSkins.com at 20th and Mission. Check them out at SkinOnSkins.com. Volunteer for the San Francisco Food Bank. The San Francisco Food Bank relies on volunteers like you to help sort, package, and distribute healthy food to people in need in San Francisco. 
Each year, over 22,000 people contribute thousands of hours to fighting hunger in our community. This support will enable the SF Food Bank to distribute 43.5 million pounds of food this year, enough for 93.000 meals every day. But they can't do it without volunteers. Visit www.sffoodbank.org slash volunteer. Again, www.sffoodbank.org slash volunteer to find out how you can help. are already dead. A shadowy group of killers for hire is eliminating world leaders, crime lords, and CIA agents. Inexplicably, the deceased contract killers have the DNA of people who are long dead. CIA agent John Clooney devises a dangerous plan to capture a shadow killer alive. Contract a hit on himself. John Wessex, The Shadow Killers is the second book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a Hi, this is Carl. I wrote this song. I I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh, duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. With Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a Contest. I couldn't get past the fart contest. Welcome to L W A F L M O I T with best stands for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hey, Carl. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Good morning to you here. Good morning to you in San we are, Francisco. We are streaming live, as in first you could hear it. Here, right now, on mutinyradio.fm, it is the greatest, classiest internet radio station 
on um, on you in that website. <laughs> yeah, on and the internet. So you go to muniradio.fm. From there, if you like to find a, a feed to hear live uh, streaming, you can find it there. You can find our podcast archive, and you can hear us right now every Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, following a terrific show at noon, what's really happening with Luke Sayre, Luke. And uh, we want you to check out Muni Radio. They do live comedy shows on Monday and Fridays. You can check out more information. If you're a comic, you can go down and perform and you get yourself a recording. If you like comedy in, in the Bay Area, if you're in the Mission District, come on down. If you like comedy and you just want to subscribe to the podcast and hear live comedy performed at the station, go to the station. More information, Friday and Monday shows. Uh, Carl, that's not, oh, sorry. I have studio uh, equipment in my hands. Uh, Carl, you know, not only that, we are on a YouTube channel. We, uh, you are so graciously synced the movies to our podcast. We, our show is called Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. Carl, I just have to say, we're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube, let us, with the audience, uh, and they're going to listen to the, our podcast and they're going to watch the movie. And they can stream it right now on Mini Radio. They can get our podcast on iTunes, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. That's our acronym. Or go to our YouTube channel and watch us on L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T channel. I'm done. That's been it. I can't talk anymore. You are slick. You are slick. You called it our prod class. <laughs> I almost like, made it. Come I on. was like, Slam. I was sprinting. I could see the finish line. I'm like, this is it. I could get it's like all you're in the, the middle of a now. sentence, and I see you thinking, how am I going to end this sentence? You're not supposed to look at my face and go, that's what he's thinking. Yeah, no, it's true. I was floundering. Anyway, we are going to watch a full length movie on YouTube. Carl, what is the movie this week? Uh, we will watch King Frat. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. King Frat, F-R-A-T. It's 1979. Now, this is hard to find on YouTube. It's best to go to Cinevision Global, the channel. Cinevision, one word, global, the second word. And then find or put in King Frat, parentheses, 1979, end parentheses. Okay, that's the best way to do it. King Frat. It's going to take, it took me 18, like it was the 18th mm -hmm. suggestion when I typed in King. Yeah, Kong. it's a deep, it's a deep cut. It is hard to find. Uh, oh. so once again, go to Cinevision channel, Cinevision Global, and look, search for King Frat, parentheses, 1979. C-I-N-E, a vision. And then uh, also make sure not to click the green preview only. This is a weird YouTube shit. Cinevision Global has the full-length version. Thank you so much, Cinevision Global. So, yeah, go ahead. Find uh, King Frat, 1979, Cinevision Global. Take your time. Find it. Click the link. Hit pause. Move the timer to zero, zero, zero. And when we hear go, we're all going to click play at the same time. And we're going to hear go from a celebrity comedian because we are really excited to kick the show off, give you a chance to get yourself ready and listen to a really exciting celebrity comedian on this week's Celebrity Comedian Countdown with Carl. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Roro and Welcome, Roro. Very good to see you. Thank you for being on. Appreciate you doing our countdown. Now, I wanted to 
Yeah, oh, I wanted to start with Scotty's. Now, you took the class at Scotty's, the comedy class, and you have blossomed into a full-time comedian, right? I mean, you're out there working. Tell me about your experience with the class, what it was like kicking off your little career here. Yes, well, um, it was actually a birthday gift to myself. Uh-huh. So, um, I actually work near there, and I kept seeing the sign, and it just intrigued me, and I jumped in. I was 44 when I started. Uh -huh. so. Um, I called and they were so welcoming, of course. And uh, yeah, it was June 26, oh, 19. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> 2000, 2019. Um, but yeah, it's been awesome ever since. Yeah, now you've got a great routine uh, and it focuses around your family and how that there, there were both born in Italy. You have things to say about your mom and dad. I mean, wh why do you go there? Just because there's so much material? That's what's going on in your life? Uh, growing up, uh, Italian, 100% Italian, or even just coming from an immigrant home, you know? I'm first generation here, so it was definitely not a quiet atmosphere. <laughs> um, and there was always something going on, and we had cousins and cousins and I really realized that we were special because my friends here in America, they didn't have cousins like us. So, um, but anyway, when I did start writing comedy and doing certain things, I just started being genuine and speaking about things with my dad or my mom or yeah. my family. So, you know what, I guess being authentic and then having family, you know, issues or whatever comes out or growing up a certain way. Um, has been my my definite course, but I, I do other things too. But that's my main. Uh, you my do main... you do do other things, but that's <laughs> the center of your act, you know. Yeah, and definitely. you've got lots to say about yeah. mom and dieting associated with mom and manja manja, and yeah, your, yeah and also um, your mom loves your brother. Love the brother. That's a big part of it. Oh, the saint, right? It's. A, I always say it's like Jesus walking through the door. I mean, and it's this like love for their son, the moms and their sons, you know. But yeah. I just remember going like, "Hey, this is a little different," you know. And even <laughs> now, I'm like, "Oh my god!" But it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> now, one of the things that your career led you to was doing these. Uh, What's the word? There's segments about pizza places. Now, there's a Facebook group you have, Jersey yes. Pizza Joints. Or it's not your group, right? You were yeah. asked. So there's like yeah. over 50,000 people. So, yeah, it's a Facebook group. Uh, Guy Madsen actually started it. And um, I was asked to be one of the moderators, um, which was just awesome. And I'm so happy to be part of that. Um, and they really do. You know what? They started it in uh, 2020, I think, if I'm not mistaken. But really to spotlight, you know, local businesses and help them even through the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, and I started doing videos. I, I actually called it uh, the why behind the pie with Row Row. Right, right. And it, instead of eating there, um, I really went after the stories for the owners because when you're going into these places, there's actually, there's families there that are surviving and, and their employees and everybody. So really to, to really come together with community and 
spotlight pizza. Who doesn't like that? You know? Yeah, who doesn't like pizza, especially <laughs> being from New Jersey, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Now, you always have opportunities because people see you perform and they have things to offer you, like other shows or like appearing in a pilot. You were nice enough to appear in Life's Laugh Lessons. Now, you were a nurse in it because it was all about COVID. You were administrating a COVID test. But I bought you a nurse's outfit. Tell us yeah. why you didn't wear that and brought your own outfit. <laughs> Love you, Paul. I, and I was so, I appreciate you even asking me. Um, and I jumped into that. And I met so many great people, even in that little spot. I mean, just great people. Uh, but yeah, I actually said no to that costume because, I mean, honestly, I actually went to nursing school. So it was a little too gimmicky. And <laughs> it was I, don't a wear, I don't wear baggy things like that. I'll be very, very honest. I am into the form fitting things. Um, but then I did genuinely go and get real deal uh, nursing uh, scrubs. So, um, but I hope now, you, you sent me a photo. Right. And I said, what is she talking about? It looks very tight. It looks fine. No, no. I, yeah, I felt like it was, it was just too big for me. No, but, I, I mean, uh, you, you like bunched it up and pulled it tight. So in the <laughs> picture, I yeah. was like, what is she complaining about? You did meet a lot of people on that shoot on the different times we did the shoot, including you came and was uh, you and your daughter were an audience member and you got to know Jeff Norris a little bit. Yes, yes. Jeff is great. I saw him at a, a, a show, I think right before that, if I'm not mistaken, uh -huh. is hilarious and talented and definitely Jeff is uh, Jeff is great. And I yeah. just did a show. And that's Scotty's actually uh, maybe like a month ago or so. So yeah, great. he's become a good friend. And uh, we, yeah, I was just with him at Scotty's too, um, a different night. You know, it was a very cold crowd that night, but not for him. He got up there and just. <laughs> okay, so I want to know how people can find you out there on the internet, on social media. Now we know about the Jersey Pizza Joints Facebook group, yes. but I'm sure that you've got, what, you've got YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Tell us about it. I do, I do. So on uh, Facebook, it's Roro Antonuccio. But if you just do Roro and then A N T O N, like Anton, it'll come up. <laughs> um, and then for Instagram, it's Rosa Bella, which is my daughter's name, 38, number 38. Okay. That's on Instagram and YouTube is Roro Comedy. Roro um, Comedy. Yes. So for people at home, Antonuccio, it is the word, the name Anton. U-C-C-I-O, U-C-C-I-O, Roro Antonuccio, Roro Antonuccio. Now, Roro Antonuccio, it is time for everybody at home. They are poised to watch this movie with us on YouTube. They got to press play at the exact same moment as we do here in the studio. So why don't you take it away and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. All right, you guys ready? Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Yeah. Mad Magazine, it said? No, Mad Makers. Welcome to Yellow Stream University, Carl. Why would it be named Yellow Stream? Oh, uh, we'll find out. We I sure believe. will. We sure will. So this is college music playing. Uh, in the background. 
Oh, what? Oh, you want the music going? All right. And oh, here... okay. The theme song is coming. Oh, okay. But right now, a uh, uh, hearse, right? Yeah, that is a hearse filled with frat, frat brothers. You know, I I remember when yeah, I asked you if you wanted a hearse donut, and you said yeah, and I'm like, well, Jesus, that's two counties from here. I would have to drive over to Union County to get a hearse donut. Don't you want a Duncan? Oh, here's the song. He's 42 years old. The driver is 42 years old. Brostout is 42 years old? In real life as an actor. Now, they just threw beer on the rival fraternity. Oh, man, this is really cool. I, I love these movies. Back in 1978, I was so into crazy frat party movies. Was now, there any more than it was yes. a different Frat? In 1978, there was Animal House. <laughs> <laughs> and this was born from that. There were some Canadian investors, and they found American producers who were willing to make a quick buck on, you know. I mean, if you see the poster for this, you know what you're getting. Look at that. This movie is horrible. I'm pretending wow, falling over. No, here's the thing. Like, how's Gross Out driving? Yeah. The, the guy who's driving, his name is Gross Out. He's our hero, if you can call him that. How's he driving with his feet off the pedals? His ass out the window on the driver's side. Woolworths, yeah. They closed shortly after this movie. Yeah, because of the publicity. Yeah. Hey, oh, look, females. It's a sorority. Oh, can't wait to stick our asses out of our hearse, right? Uh, what does it mean, hey, for Q2? Hey, for Q2. What does it mean? You saw the plate? Yeah, I know. I, I don't know, but it's used later to identify. There's going to be two hearses in the later in this film. Look at this. How can you drive like this? Right. How can Who's you drive ready? like this? Right. There's no acceleration. There's no braking. You can go straight. Right. Like, you know, you got to watch out for like birds and insects sometimes and you stick your ass out the window. You don't, let's say the car in front of you throws their cigarette butt out the window. Yeah. It's going to fall in your crevice. Writer Mark Jackson. That is not the truth. The guy's name is, is Alan Smithy. Ron Kurz. Ron Kurz. He wrote Friday the 13th, part two and three, and nice. Friday the 13th, final chapter. It sounds to me like he knew, knew somebody. Well, I think he was good at writing Friday the 13th movies. Yeah. Is, but speaking of like weird Elm Street shit, this neighborhood is nothing but sorority girls walking home. Right. Don't they have cars? <laughs> they pass by six sorority girls. Well, they're for, granted forward jogging. All right. They, hey, he's number one. A car. Now, this is the dean of the school, and they fart on him. You're hearing a fart right now. And boy, Grossout did not wipe his ass. Now, look what happens to Dean. Oh, no, the stream is down. He has a yellow jacket, and his number is one on there. You think There's going to have to be another Dean. Oh, the Daily Croc. I got to remind me to, to renew my subscription. I'm sorry. It said president of the university. I guess he's currently the dean. No. Becomes well, here's the dean right now, Dean Vermeer. This guy is going to replace the guy who just died. And, of course, they're complaining about the frat. We've seen this movie before in 1978. 
you know, I had a friend who said he wasn't going to get vaccinated, but he was going to take a dewormer. And I'm like, really? From Animal House? Dean Wormer? <laughs> I have some bad news. He passed away years ago. Oh, yeah. They fragged him in Nam. <laughs> no, that was that other guy. Uh, the, the guy who uh, was on the sister. No, the guy, it was, it was a callback from another movie they did. We shouldn't have fragged uh, Sergeant Wiener. Okay, never mind. It, it was another John Landis movie. This guy does a good Dean Wormer. Yeah, and it was a callback. One of the five calf kids get in my way. <laughs> Nothing's gonna stop me. See, he, the, the, he didn't appreciate the old Dean's uh, uh, methods of discipline because he had none. Is this shot in Canada on Fraternity Row? Florida? No, this is all Florida. Miami, uh, Coral Gables and the University of Florida in Gainesville. That's why it's a blowing wind. Oh, you hate that. You hate, I hate that. that. Look at the trees are so distracting. Every exterior shot in Florida. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I didn't notice how distracting they were until you told me. Then I got Look distracted. At Russell, Russell. I have no, I have no idea what Splash is saying. Because of the Russell. His name is Splash, because he right, he pees in a bucket. Yeah, I don't have him as an actor. Why not? I don't have a splash. Huh. All right. Ready to go. Now, there's Chief Latrine, and he's white, but he's playing a Native American, and he's doing a horribly racist accent. I don't know. It's 1979, so it's like, if you didn't know anything, it was still okay to be ignorant, because it didn't matter. You'd never be around. You're not going to be sensitive to people you don't even know. I, I appreciate today for its brain. Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to have this. And so that guy, that's, is that Fred? No. The, the guy with the mustache. I don't know. You're going to have to tell me. Now, one thing I like about uh, Gross Out is his Howard the Duck, his yellow Howard the Duck t-shirt. These guys are cool. Poker guys. Catching beers. They all do great catches here. Look how he shook it up. I know. Farting, which is not funny. What they're playing five cards. Now what's going on here? Like, is there a monster? <laughs> is that oil? Is someone peeing in their pants? Why do they go under the table like that? I don't know. I don't know. Now, this director was no slouch. Did he do uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2? He did Meatballs 2. Oh, wow. All right. He did Return of the Living Dead 2. Ooh, kinky. Um, he did Dark Tower, which is not good, but it was a Hollywood film. It was what, the a, recent one from the 2000s and 10s? I assume, yes. I'm just I saw that. That was a, a I was all right. It was a miss. It was this, a miss. So I have to say, Gross Out walks into this room and he goes, uh, hey jerk offs, you want a beer? <laughs> <laughs> so that's now you saw how they were right, here. Look, 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 splash, 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 splash. Now, he is in the rival frat hired as a cleanup boy. And so he just peed into the bucket he's going to use to wipe their floors. 
He's in uh, the other frat. Our frat. He's in the other frat, the bad guy enemy frat. Look at that wang. Wow. To make a statue of it. Ew. Let's degrade you so that the film hates us. So that because we're going to be the ones who get it in the end. Oh, right. Oh, I remember that. So we deserve what you do to us because we're jerks. Okay, this is totally disgusting. Uh, People at home don't watch. He's cooking and there'll be like boogers and spit, all sorts of inappropriate. This is how this doesn't this look like. Oh, I I guess we should talk off air, but. We had a friend, a mutual friend that had a, a kitchen that was a lot like this. Uh, was it, did they live on Forest Street? Were they a professor at the college? <laughs> <laughs> was Fish Burgers, was it a location often for Fish Burgers? Oh, well, uh, no, no. You took a picture of Sit on a creepy no. chair at its table and go, things to make you go do. <laughs> Yes, you did. Okay, so whose house? I don't know if it wasn't ours. I'll tell you later. Look, I, I want to watch the comedy. What? I'm trying to watch the comedy here. Oh, that's that's Fred right there in the window. That is Fred. That's Fred. That's Fred. Okay. That's Fred. So Fred, Fred is, um, he was in Super Vixens. Oh, wow. Doll, Hollywood Man. There's nothing going on there. The, I like that the Wild Stallion. It's the films you've never heard of. Man, this movie is disgusting. I, yeah. I, I would definitely, like, I'm not even watching it. Now, Mike, you know that I watched these movies four times, three times. Yes, four times, three times. But this time, I've watched this it. This time? I watched it once, and right One now time. we're watching it. I, I just, it's so disgusting. I refuse, and it's, it's, it's offensive, and it's ignorant. Okay, right now he's explaining... Uh-huh. How the school got its name? You want to tell Yellow, us more? Yellow Stream. Yeah. Well, all right. So you know what? Like uh, his uh, community neighborhood. Neighborhood. Right. Yeah. He was hanging out, and then no, uh, they owned. Oh, they owned Stream White Stream. No, they Clearstream. owned. Once <laughs> upon a time, the Native Americans lived in Clear Stream. And then the white man came in. He's saying, this is according to, uh, what's his name? Chief Latrine. Chief Latrine. It was Latrine. That's interesting. You used to say Chief Latrine because his uh, ancestors peed in the stream that went down to the white people. And that's why they called the town Yellow Stream. Because the white people kicked him out. Oh, yeah, they kicked him out. So, yeah, right. So they they went upstream. Right. And they just they wouldn't they didn't have toilets. They well they, they, didn't they have did for well it had a place for number two, but when they went to when it went to number one, they all just peed down the river. Now this is an offensive fake Indian dance from fake, you know, tribe. He was the one guy I didn't ID IMDB in my life. I went, yeah, I don't need. Uh, okay, know. now Splash has come home from being a janitor with a present. Whoa. <laughs> okay, so I got to tell you, Animal House, when I saw it, I saw it as a young boy on ABC television on Sunday night. And really? it was edited. Oh, heavily censored? Must have been. For, yeah, for television. Mike, so then, Mike, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yes. He's reading in the newspaper now a story. 
farting contest. Oh, so he's got to tell the boys. Big farting contest. So that alpha dom, right? So when I actually saw Animal House, the first scene, there's like a dildo in uh, like Otto's room or, or uh, uh, one of the guy badgers. Otter, otter. Yeah, like one of the big wigs of the in his room, he had a, a dildo. And in this movie, they have a double headed mm-hmm. dildo. Like they went twice. They're twice as funny. I think this might have been a literal, like scene for scene, not not literal, but definitely a scene for scene ripoff. It's not scene for scene, like element and element. Like they're watching the girls' panty raid, just like in Revenge of the Nerds. And Which is creepy. They got it. They filmed it, yeah. and then they watch it. So this is where they go. We got to do it. Yeah, this is where we're learning that we need to have a. Guess what, Mike? There wasn't a script. I'm not kidding. There was not a script. They had a general idea of where they needed to go, and that included a farting contest. Oh, they didn't script the farting contest? Well, they must have, right, if a guy's up there going blah, blah, blah. But this film had no script as they shot the whole thing. It was like fish burgers. I was like, okay, go over here. Now, here's what you say, right? It was like that. You know, this movie does remind me of the public access TV show uh, we did, which you produced uh, in 89 to 91, 92, Fishburgers on public access uh, TV 28, was it? TV 32. And TV for 32. a time we were on TV three, which was the best because you were flipping between channels two and four. Right. And then boom, Fishburgers. Yeah. So if we were doing something like peeing off the roof or a throw ups, you know, if we were doing something gross that would catch your eye, you know, Mike in a dress, pick me, whatever that was. Like, that's what we're going. Remember, I showed my dad's split uh, toe. Yeah, right toe. I remember that. Yeah, that was graphic. On her knee. It was all for the flipping. Yeah, I remember you had like, I'm peeing off the roof. I uh, hung yeah. up on my mother live. We threw eggs at City uh, Hall. Aha, you're admitting that, Mike. You're usually too scared to admit that. The truth is, folks, we did everything to do it, and then we got went to the wall by the Chestnut Street ice skating rink, and we yeah, threw it there because it kind of right. looked right. Right, then we edited, oh, Carl edited it, so it looked like we actually did. Hit we are hall. not so dumb as to actually egg Town Hall. And, town Hall, Town Hall. Yeah, town, Montclair Town Hall, right? Yeah, right. And, oh, check it out. Check out the dead guy. He's breathing throughout the... <gasps> breathe in, breathe out. Twitch, twitch your pinky, twitch, twitch your eye. Look, he's breathing. Back in the 70s, they used to have a uh, air filter, a pump. And that they would put it in the court. That way it appeared like their chest was heaving. Oh, he had a pump, a yellow stream pump. Okay, so they're, they've got the idea that what they're going to do is, and they're sort of crying over it because they're wasting pot. They are going to burn pot into the vents, into the HVAC system. And then the congregation will get stoned as they're at this funeral. The, the congregation that includes a child and a grandma. Yeah. Okay. All right. And I think it's actually hash. It looks like it's the, under the foil is a big block of hash or pop brownie. That looks like hash, man. Yeah. It's funny. You know, hash just wasn't available to us when we were 
right? Well, yeah, but we didn't have butanes and we didn't have that much <laughs> amount of weed anyway. Oh, maybe. I mean, crack had butane. When we were kids, we didn't have hash. There, It just didn't exist, right? I mean, if you went, I went to Germany, you knew what it was. You put it under a cup, right? right? So when I went to Germany, that's Wait, well, how do you do it? So how, so when you went to Germany, how did you smoke gas? You put it under a cup and you went. Yeah, you you don't know. I don't have a. It would usually be a clear glass so that you could see what was going on. So you would light it, and then as soon as it started to smoke, like a like incense or something, you would cap it with the glass. And when that thing filled all the way up with smoke and you couldn't see through it anymore, you would lean down onto the table and. You just tilt it up and wow, that's cool. it all in. Well, I, I know of two ways. One is you get a giant brick and foil and you go to a ventilation uh, duct and you take out a butane lighter and you just torch it so it goes into ventilation. I saw it in Up in Smoke and uh-huh. King Frat. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, you take hash and you would mix it with tobacco. You, you would burn it just enough so it crumbly and then you would take like a uh, cigarette. cigarette? I didn't know that. And you would mix so, it with tobacco. The audience is starting to giggle because they're starting to get high is the joke. And then uh, the dean on stage, or maybe he's president, is getting super pissed because he doesn't, he's not getting stoned. He thinks they're laughing. Oh, he's, at- he's, he's angry at the corpse, the breathing corpse. Well, he started out by saying there's, good, there's a new sheriff in town and I'm going to be a much more strict president or dean, whatever he is. And then they all started laughing. And that's when he started freaking out. So maybe he is under the influence too, right? Yeah, I think he's having like a, a scream therapy. Look, the kid's high. Not since uh, Harold and Kumar 3. The kid takes so many drugs. I just saw a, a show on on uh, Netflix. And it was um, the woman next door, through the window next door, something like that. Oh, I saw the other movie, The Lady in the Window. Right. Yeah, this one was like a series, a one-season series. And did you sure. didn't see it? Should it's I spoil a it? Show? Yeah, spoil it. Listen, if you're going to stream this show, don't listen for right now. Okay. In the end, the killer is this eight-year-old little girl. Can you believe they did that? You had to watch twelve episodes to get to an eight-year-old little girl. Yeah, twenty-three to right. a whole season, twenty-three episodes. I don't oh think man. So. I think you're right. It was more like 13 episodes. That's okay, so wow. the dean rolled right into the hearse, right? Yeah. Okay, now this is the new guy, Tommy, you had said, right? Here's yeah, Tommy. right. He's in the black yellow cab. And basically, we're going to have uh, the parents are sh- freaked out scene. Look, that guy's pretending to be a valet. No, he's a, he's a taxi guy, you know. Yeah, yeah right. he opened the door for them. <laughs> well, no, he had luggage in the trunk. He was getting it out. It's pronounced Lugage. You should know that from Tuesdays. LugageTuesdays.com. I just want to erase this guy from the film. The It's so... Yeah. I would have figured by Native American stuff because they got a raw deal. <laughs> and... And plus, like, there's no chemistry in between these guys anyway. It's no. like I, there's more chemistry in my Trapper Keeper high school folder. You know? <laughs> like, there's like they're not even talking about anything. But now he's like a wise guy. He's he's cute. He needs a boyfriend fast. Like, just they need to just get him like uh, 
Which one is he? They sell him as a genius. He does all the money and finances and he works out calculations and he's also the head of the. So right now he's razzling and dazzling them with bullshit. You know, he's right. He's Groucho. He's Groucho Marx. And he's also going to extract from them $500 because there's an entry fee into the farting contest that nobody can afford. Oh, wow. It's a pay-to-play farting contest. Listen, Carl, I don't want to sound like a snob, you know, in the open (laughs) mic farting contest. Uh-huh. But uh, I do not pay, uh, you know, they Look pay the me to un- fart. This unfunny gig, and you would pay it to get ahead. Listen, I'll say, I've been a stand-up comic. I'd open my stand-up comic for two de- plus decades. I think I know a little bit about farting on stage, all right? <laughs> no. This film shouldn't have been made. It was really quite horrible. You know, you take a good look at the the graphics for the poster and, of course, the inevitable DV, the VHS box. Right. And it exists in a world of video stores back in the 80s when they had physical media and they didn't have chain stores, but they would have stores and they would have shelves. And mm-hmm. all the great movies are, on, let's say, on the top shelf or maybe on the <laughs> second the top or <laughs> eye level. And then maybe, you know, Underneath eye level, there's some other movies, but there's always going to be a bottom shelf, right? Yeah, shin level, toe level. level. You're going to miss it, and you're going to miss King Frat. This looks like one of those videos, like you're at a gas station, and it just happens to be on sale for $2. Listen, audience, if you skip King Frat, if a person was to skip King Frat and die, it would be fine. That's fine. And listen, you at home, if you would like to... You know, come on back next week. I mean, it's okay. This film come on back next week. Horrible. Oh yeah, this movie is. Uh, I don't yeah, know. We're not it, wrapping up our podcast, but I just want to say to some of the listeners, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Oh right, we're getting to the fart contest. Oh, here comes this, the blow up doll. Yeah, that's his girlfriend of today. Griselda. But this guy, all right, so I don't know if that's right. Oh, so he's freaking right now. That's P-H-R-E-A-K-I-N-G, not F-R-E-A-K-E-I-N-G. Yeah, he's, you know, I read about it in 2600 Magazine, not Atari 2600 Magazine, (laughs) but Phone Freak, uh, P-H-O-N-E-P-H-R-E-A. Gross out is so nice as to lend his girlfriend to the Tommy, the new guy. Griselda. Uh, yes, Griselda, that's right. Wow, they got a lot of authentic graffiti here in the bathroom. He's 42. JJ goes out. The internet says both 40 and 42 at the time of this filming. Now, he looks young enough. Now, he would go on to do... Um, his big thing was um, batteries not included. Maybe you've heard of that. Right, that was the one where little tiny aliens flew into a window. Okay. It's, oh, are you talking about, on, um, I'm sorry, Carl, are you talking about batteries not included or asterisks, <laughs> lowercase v, batteries, yeah, lowercase asterisk. Yeah, why, yeah. what's that? Well, it was, the movie title was actually asterisks and then yeah, all, yeah, low, yeah. Okay. all lowercase uh, well, batteries anyway, not included. He, he made it onto ER once. He was on Baywatch once. Uh, Did he play the guy on the in the hospital bed in the ER? Right, that kind of thing. Here he is, an outrageous fortune as police lieutenant. I uh, can't believe it. That's Ben Midler. 
Yeah, that was a good film, I thought. I liked that film. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I like he was on Night Court on once. He was on, you know, The Golden Girls once. He's that kind of an actor. He was around. Right. Up. Oh, no admission. Oh, $30 admission to get in the green room. Oh, so I teach a, a fart com uh, comedy cl uh, college. Oh, really? it's all of, yeah, it's all about farting on stage. It's great. I, I once took a stand-up farting course. Um, oh, you did? How yeah. was it? It was okay, but it was really all about a bring your show. That's what they wanted. They wanted to be to bring the most grossest people to item minimum, minimum, and we we blew our brains out. We farted you know, our brains. That's out. like the worst bringer show. Can you want to come to my fart show? Can you see my <laughs> fart show. Oh, it's not just me farting on stage. There'll be other people, women too. Masks are mandatory because it stinks. Man, this is such a pre-COVID day uh, movie. A fart competition? You would not have that ever, ever again. Well, I mean, yeah, like, you wouldn't have it in the real world either. And you wouldn't go drive over to New York and park your car and go see the fart uh, forty an hour, 40 minutes worth of uh, entertainment? I, it is disgusting. Okay, so Chief Latrine has a secret weapon. One sip of this stuff and, you know, you'll have you'll shit your pants. Cosmic fart. That's not allowed in the contest. It's called making mud or drunk. Oh, really? Mud. Yeah, I just I just hit agree and sign. I didn't even read some of the fine print of the contest. <laughs> the farting contest. Yeah, this you're not movie... allowed to pitch mud or something like that. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, there are good movies and there's bad movies and there's good bad movies and there's bad bad movies and there's good bad bad movies. Uh, uh, force me to drink. Right, and they're hardly forcing him. So I gotta force it down my throat. I just had to go. <laughs> uh oh, careful, Hiroshima, Hiroshima, but <laughs> right, right into between her legs. Look out! There's another joke coming. He's gonna have what? He's gonna fart again? Oh, yeah, that's the joke. He burped. Yeah. Right. Just and then okay, now, sitcom swipe. They pull up to these two young ladies and invite them out. And guess what? They the ladies say yes. Why? Why? It's not right. believable. They farted on them yesterday. Now there's no script. They said, okay, I want you to come around the corner. I want you to come up and lean out. Okay, let's do it again. Lean out further this time. Yeah, lean out further this time. You slow walk along. I want you to drive as slow as possible. Do you think they, they have a, some a crane attached in front of the car, pulling the car? I, good. <laughs> no, that's somebody's foot on the pedal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Here's Wong's Chinese. Laundry wash while you eat. Fart, fart, fart. Now, here, Carl, I have seen this movie up to the farts cut it. Look at this guy right. pours soy sauce in his soup. That was a hefty amount. <laughs> and there's uh, Sally Struthers is one of the ladies in the foreground. Oh, yeah. Well, she was on break. She heard there was like a free. Listen, we'll give you a meal and you can go right back to the set of All in the Family. Gross <laughs> huh? house eating? Gross. It is gross. Look, he's got a fish. So this is just the Belushi cafeteria scene ad nauseum. That's what I mean. Like, it isn't scene for scene, but it's... I think Revenge of the Nerds came out after this, right? It must have. It was an 80s thing, right? 
No, 80s. Yeah, absolutely. It was 80s. Okay. This is, so that this is 70s. Scene in which they were watching the videos of the girls, or it was film, wasn't a ripoff of that. But yeah, they just, whatever happened in Animal House, they, they t- took a bunch of that stuff. They didn't drive a hearse, what was a, a Cadillac, and they turned it into the, at the parade at the end. It was like a death mobile or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a good movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, uh, King Frat. That was a good movie. Look at you. Oh yeah, I was a. I don't know if Animal House still holds up. It does. It has some gravitas to it. I guess Animal House definitely holds up. Do you remember Donald Sutherland's performance and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the um, Amadeus guy with the the um, you know with the toy the devils on his you know, angel on his that thing holds up that thing is Bluto smashes a guitar and then he apologizes like it was a gut reaction. Good help it. Good help it. Look, this is so. Not only are they doing laundry at the Chinese restaurant, but they have duck hanging upside <laughs> down. Now, like here, if it was a butcher shop, a Chinese butcher shop. Right. Now, I, and they're rubber ducks, clearly, right? Rubber chickens. Rubber chickens. Now, I feel like telling you this is the grossest scene in the movie, but how can you say that with this kind of movie? He is now going to gag, to regurgitate. Right. And he's teaching them how to make more room for beer. These are frat tricks. It's so disgusting. Ew, that's so toxic at so many different levels. Yeah, and then the guy starts cooking with it. Is that funny? I think it's just gross. Well, I mean, they pantomimed the whole thing, Carl. So in real life, it wasn't puke. It wasn't stage puke. But no, okay. this is disgusting. Yes, Mike, yes. And in real life, they're right not back. really having sex. They're not really doing drugs. I know, but it's still the topic and theme. Now, look, he's going to try. Oh, I can't do it. Listen, this whole idea of like purging yourself like this before to keep drinking. Vomitorium. Vomitorium. Oh, I guess so, right? They're frat. There, there was a period, you know about that, there was a period in Rome, you know, like 40 years or whatever, in which it was customary. <laughs> to... They called it the stink age, the 40, the 40 years of fucking vomit. <laughs> so you would be like a rich person and you would have a banquet or visit a friend's banquet, right? And then like, you're, I'm stuffed, I'm stuffed. So you would go excavate and then you would come back empty. Oh, God, I can't watch this movie. Now, look, he, him, he stuck his finger in there. You're learning, frat brother. But look how, like, I'm acting. I can't believe you did that. Sally Struthers. Sally now, Struthers. Who's Sally talking to? Is she an extra or is she on the table? She's an extra. Who just happens to be front and center. Look how she acts. They said, yeah. go. You pretend you're having a conversation. Oh, this must be the milk from the Chinese restaurant. Uh, they're going to use this to look like he's foaming at the mouth. They're trying to get out of a ticket. Uh, a, um, they're trying to get out of a, the bill. What is that? Is that coffee creamer? Yeah, I think. Okay. Do you see the passed out woman? Watch out, Sally Struthers! Hey, I'm trying to, I see the guy who's having soup. Not only is he still having soup, but he's looking at the script notes. Yeah, the there's, continuity no script, guy. Mike, there's no script. Did you see how He's the spoon the... flipped? Yeah. I guarantee you that is why that was the take. That is why we were watching that, because they didn't plan that or rehearse anything. Use the one Look, with the spoon flip. The guy reading the actual script just started pouring a beer after that, right? Like, whoa. 
I'm faking uh I don't know, rabies, epilepsy, so they get rigid and uh guys like, yeah, whatever. Beer's like, getting I don't know what to warm. tell you because there was a writer, there were actually two writers, and they all meanwhile, all over the internet, because lots of film reviews of this piece of crap, lots of them, they all were saying um no script while they shot. Look, it says last annual fart contest. No, first, first. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. Last annual fart contest. Whoa, that was a mistake. That was funny because there was uh he's wearing a Howard the Duck Marvel Properties t-shirt. Throughout the whole thing, he will wear that. And, you know, he was slovenly Howard. Like, Howard was a patron saint of, like, what guys think is, you know, like, shaggy chic. Like, this kind of, like, oh, slovenly slob. Shevel jacket. Yeah, the shovel jacket, red tie, elusive. You got your hat, but the hat's all beat up. You have a stogie. You got a duck bill. Hey, guys. Hey, sorry. I'm like, I just flew in from uh, Florida. Boy, is my ass tired from farting. Oh, all right. That reminds me hey, of South on. Park, uh, those two who fart. Oh, Terrence and Philip. Canadian, right there. Yeah, Canadian. right. Okay, yeah. Oh, someone thought of these jokes already. Hey, hey it's girlfriend. Stinky Tuscadero. Just yeah, run up on her bike. Stinky Tuscadero. That's perfect. <laughs> that is so much better. Now, that's his old girlfriend from high school. And he doesn't doesn't dislike her, but doesn't want to date her or anything. Wait, oh, he, high school in 1952? Uh, well, let's see. This is 79. Let's see. He's 44. So, no, no, he's not. He would be 21, 22. You graduate college at 22, I guess, right? So it's this four is... years earlier. He gra- they, he so gra- if it was 22 and he's 42, so it's 20 years earlier. So it was 1958. Hey, I'm a tough farting girl. Well, then, but he gets like, I miss you. How have you been? It's, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to beat you in this. Yeah, but the other guy's sniffing her. Yeah, that's weird, right? Yeah, well, again, like, according to the script, that's what you're supposed to do. There was no script. This is so, like... See how fish burgers. This is so so fish burgers. <laughs> that strangle Jeremy strangle him after he slaps it, touches you like that. I really want to know the answer, but there isn't like people who made this film aren't talking on the internet. There's lots of articles about. I mean, there's a few people who talked. Very few. Uh, let me tell you. Oh, I have it right here. They said. Fart, 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 <laughs> fart, 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 super fart. Okay, here's the keyboard player. Well, maybe I should tell his story when we get there. Well, uh, you, you took over the farting part. I worked on King Frat as a production assistant for five weeks at $250 a week, good money in 79. I also appear in the opening credits, mooning people, the bathtub scene, and menacingly wielding baseball bats in Frat in the initiation scene. We just Oh, right. We just saw that guy. This was the first film I worked on. Oh, good for him. The opening university film scene was filmed in Gainesville, but a majority of the film was filmed on a soundstage. I guess in Miami, he didn't mention that, but. Right. This guy's a good host. 
Yeah, he's pretty funny. Yeah, when that's the best thing about your movie, that's pretty pathetic. Now, look, he's got the farto meter or whatever there. Oh, my God. We got to watch. I watched this film one time. Listen, I just want to say I thank you this, to yeah. many of you for listening. And I understand you're leaving. <laughs> and we'll we're, see you we're on week. every week. Yeah, next week we got a different Radio. movie. Got it. Uh. Bam, Bam Benjamin. Oh, that was so clever wordplay. I have some. I have an anagram of the title, King Frat. Are you ready? Yeah. An anagram is when you take the letters and you rearrange them to make a new phrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, King Fart. <laughs> but you just eliminated the R. No, I took frat. Look at how inappropriate this is. She's a nice, she is a nice, she's just a model who wanted a gig. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you wouldn't you know. really be in this contest. Well, if you were pro- if you good. if you were producing a fart contest, you do want to kind of get some ringers in there. Yeah, a little ass. It, it is an entertainment show. It's not. It's not really a contest, Carl. Okay. Guinness Book of World Record is it outside taking notes. This is a page two drink minimum show. It's just like every other show. It says you had to pay a thirty dollar admission fee to get on stage. Ew. Why are we seeing this? It's a good uh, analogy to open fart. Open fart open comedy. Bike. So this movie came out in 79 and his t-shirt says 79. I can smell it. You think that's a coincidence or? Oh, they didn't like his uh, 79 fart. Why, why did I drive from the suburbs and see a fart show? Now, I didn't see movie shots next door. <clears throat> oh, this is stinky. She's known, Stinky Tuscadero, she's known for her farts. Whoa, look at the phenomenon. Oh, no, she blew he, up the fartometer. He could know, he goes to the phenomenon. <laughs> Did you see him, like, as if his hand got a little burnt from the heat on it? Did you see oh, it? Yeah. He jerked back his hand, like, <laughs> He's a professional. This is not his first fart rodeo. Okay, now... A dog drinks all of. Okay, he he's got to make the farts magic fart juice. Yeah, he's got to make it fresh or it's not potent. So I don't think he drank it. I think he's up there alone. I I only saw this film once, so I forget. Uh, no, he doesn't drink it. I've seen this up to the fart contest. Oh, get your nose away, host. Wow, this is great. Number one, this, number one. I I actually paid to see my friend, but you were really far, far farty. I really liked your set, really farty set. Hey, good good set, good set, really farty material out there. Hey, oh, you're still doing more open mic analogies. Uh, great set, great set. And those weren't pity pukes. I was really disgusted. So, so Chief opens up, pours the liquid, sees then, the girl, stick his at, her ass out. He's like, I got to see this. And right. then the dog and drinks the dog it. dog drinks it so we can get a payoff joke. The dog vomits. Is there going to be a dog's breakfast involved in this? No. Grossout still doesn't have the formula in him. So you see how the plot doesn't really make sense. They've got this ace in the hole. He, he was off stage and could have drank it, but the chief latrine didn't give it to him to drink it doesn't make sense oh, oh no they was giving the dog farted across the, they threw a dog across the room they did throw a dog 
Is it also a Howard the Duck? Like that was horrible acting. That's like a 1979 thermos for sure. Okay, this must be the fart offs. Because hey, I gotta pass that. Oh, it's oh, they must be playing the music, right? Hey, you paid money. Our show is called King Frat. It's now, so crazy. The whole film they play. It's a disco song, right? King Frat. Oh yeah, King Frat. Oh no, King it's Frat. totally appropriate for being 1979. When they start playing it at the party scene, it's going boom, 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 boom. You know, it's it's that disco beat. Nothing will take us apart. Fart, 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 fart. I wrote the lyrics. The King Frat. But the uh, good times. These are the good times. It's that kind of disco. Fart, 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 fart. fart, fart. So he's gonna stick uh, like a bird whistle up his. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't yeah. get that. Oh, this is not. Oh, it's just. I, it's. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next week. It's the joke. The fart didn't land. The fart didn't land. It's today's audiences. They're different. You know, yeah, audiences the evolve. fart didn't land in today's audiences. You have to know your audience. Okay? You're going to meet your audience halfway at a fart contest. Right. The kids love the squeakers. They think it's funny. It's they love the squeakers. Yeah, they don't appreciate, you know, it's a different generation. They don't appreciate the real deep farts. You know, the girls they picked up at the Chinese restaurant, she only smiles when women fart. I've seen that. That's, a, that's the only notes they have in this entire movie. But she's really into she, it now. Yeah, she's, she, she only smiles at other Asian lady farting. Um, okay, now we're getting the... Okay, what was it about the whistle? Because he's struggling. Oh, draws mud. Draws mud. I draw mud. He drew mud. That's funny. Shark. That was the 70s version of Shark. You drew wood. <laughs> okay, now he wants the cop to do his dirty work and go bust up the frat. What in the world did this guy write? You know what I mean? If there's no script. I, 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 oh, well, he wrote, have you ever seen Meatballs 2? Mm-hmm. So it's like Pee Wee Herman's the bus driver. Richard Mulligan is the camp director. I'm, I'm saying in this actual film we're watching right now, this uh, pretty serious dialogue. He must have written this. Yeah, like, well, I mean, technically, John Landis wrote this. This is Chris Miller. <laughs> uh, this is Ivan Reifman. Who else wrote Animal House? Okay, now this guy, his name is Doug Elman Doyle. No, no, Dan Fitzgerald is the actor's name. He was in her Police Academy 5 assignment, Miami Beach. Right, yeah, they went to a convention in Miami Beach. It's the first time they they called out of the United States, so they're not from Miami Beach. That's his big movie, Everything Else You Never Heard of. Super Fuzz, maybe you've heard of. Yeah, sure. I know Super Fuzz. So okay. this is the Losers Party? Are they doing the Losers Dance? No, this is not. That was our Fishburgers Dance. This yeah, is Losers. a Winners Party. No, it's the Losers Party. They lost. They got second place. You mean in the fart contest? This isn't yeah. a fart contest. It's just the, look how they're in, you know, they're not in togas, but he's in a toga. He is in a toga. So it's a direct, oh, he's not in a toga. What am I talking about? No, he's now, the keyboard player there, right? Uh-huh. Okay. His name, where is he? Where is he? Here he is. 
His name is Chuck DeModica. He was the keyboard player and the singer for the band in the party scene. He, he says, when the movie was finally released, I went to see it at a midnight showing in Fort Lauderdale with several friends. Besides the four of us, there were probably 10 other people in the theater, not including the usher. Remember, there used to be ushers. When the movie was over, we were exiting the theater. The usher asked me if I wanted a paper bag for my head. He recognized me from the party scene. Wow. Wow, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now, you were a movie usher. Yes, I never uh, said that to anyone. Here's more information about that viewing. It's from a different internet source. He and his okay. parents went to see the film when it came out in the area. The audience reaction is about what you'd expect. Thrown popcorn, soda, and even a few tomatoes. Now, who brings a tomato? It's not the truth. It was Florida. Uh, and then it tells the usher story again. So that's his claim to fame, and he had a good night out. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't wait to tell the story to your grandkids. Yeah, we went to a movie, and they threw stuff at the film, and then the guy said, do I want a paper bag? Now, a paper bag comes into this film later. It's a scene you missed. There he is. He's playing. What is he doing? Is he drunk? He's, that's, I don't know. Like, why is it comical? It's not his personality. I don't know. He's, yeah, it's pretty intense. Is, are they going to tell jokes like in laughing? They'll be like doing that's 70s. Funny. Here's my impression of 1970s laughing. Dee, 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 dee. See Dave, that monkey? Dave, man, Dave's not here. Oh, this. Yeah, well, that monkey was a little aggressive. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. grabbed her boob. This movie's horrible. Horrible. So is that V guitar. All V guitars are horrible. No, man, it's a good investment. You're going to get a lot of years of productivity with a V guitar. Now, there is older, a, your knees hurt. In the song, there's a woman singing, and you don't see a woman in the band at all. There is no drummer. Okay, oh, now, no. the old girlfriend is going to try to talk him back into getting together, but he's like, I love my new girlfriend. What's her name? Griselda, what would you say? Griselda, Griselda. Yeah, he. I love Griselda. She doesn't talk back. All this. Oh yeah, you remember? It makes the noise. I love you. It says little catchphrases. He says it. Uh, it's Chris back. Oh, this guy. Whoa, boobies! Finally, like it's all farts in this movie. There's like no boobs. Yeah, this movie really did heavily you know do the nose picking and throwing up and farting and burping it didn't go to the sex comedy like right. you would expect so what happens now after this fart competition is over what next carl well uh there will be a uh um, party trip to the hospital when two people are connected look See them screwing in the bathtub? That was not in the drive-in theater. Uh, okay. This film was actually popular in Australia and okay. England. In England, they don't have fraternities. And frat movies are always a hit in England. They don't have that. And they, they wish they did or something. And um, in the UK version, they showed it all, including the other scene I was talking about later okay so we're watching the uk version and we're glad we are because otherwise they oh. cut that scene out right I, I think they digitally erased them from the bathtub <laughs> oh so that guy's a spy the night 
I forget that. Yeah, you know, we see uh, a guy fell out. He goes, Chief, I'm out. No, not Chief. Dean, <laughs> Dean the Worm. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. there he is on the other side. That's right. Yeah, he goes, uh, a guy rolls out the window and lands on him. And he goes, the guy goes, thanks for doing that. Like, you're a good night. Good night. Well, good night. <laughs> More belly dancing. Now they they spent a hundred thousand dollars to make this film. That's uh, about right. That's the money in can. This it was Canadian dollars. They had to change it to American, but the Canadian financiers put up a hundred thousand dollars, and the producers ran with it. They just went to make a quick cash in on the you know. You saw Animal House, then you see a poster for another frat house movie, and you're in the mood, right? Well, you know, part of the great things about 21st century is that things, you know, the internet, things don't disappear. Yeah. These, these movies were probably meant for a drive-in and gone, you know. Yeah. And then they stayed around, like, I remember the video box. I mean, this is total video fodder. So no, it, Well, it, this, this movie was a hit. It did make money. Not, no, no, no. Let me back that up. This movie was a moneymaker for everyone involved. And that's because they only spent $100,000 on the, you know. Right, sure. Um, it did a modestly profitable run on the drive-in circuit, and it did good money in video. Uh, and it was made for less than a hundred thousand, less than. Have you ever? Well, actually, I, I take it back. I first watched this up until the farting contest on Tubi TV, mm -hmm. T U B I TV. Now they're stealing the big penis little boy. That they is, they ripped the dick off. Yeah, that this is, is good. The good frats are there. TV, TV, TV has advertisements that are are interspersed throughout the movie, so you haven't experienced a farting contest that gets interrupted, and then Downey and Game detergent commercials play, <laughs> and they're like, "Keep away from kids." I'm like, "No, keep the kids away from the farting contest." Like, yeah, um, I would have them eat Tide Pods all day if they don't go to them. <laughs> <laughs> like your priorities are fucked. Well, it was like Tide Pod at commercials in between the farting contest. So thank you, TV TV, for that. Thank you, they, TV. Yeah. What? Good now, night. Cop, let's see. Let's see. This cop, he's uh, Tom Tully as Officer Percy from Chicago. Um, Actor, writer known for the Mothman Prophecies 2002, who finds a, who finds a friend finds a treasure in 81 and Freddy of the Jungle. I guess we don't, he doesn't have any credit that's right. like something you saw him on the big screen. Oh wait, this is Animal House. Animal House. Animal House. Pluto's at the window. Now, anytime a window, anytime it goes up, it's going to slam down. And that's our joke that even happened in the general, right? Right, the general Buster Keaton was taking a leak off the general train. He had the window open of the compartment. When he rescued his damsel in distress, do you remember? That was the funniest scene of the movie because he told her to be quiet, then he knocked over a table, and then he turned back to her and told her to be quiet. You remember that scene? Yeah. Right. Well, hey, anyway, a door, the, the, the window cell fell down on his fingers. I don't know. It's, it's in every his movie. fingers. It's supposed to be his dick, right? Oh, his, my his... mistake. 
And then, and then his girlfriend Stinky was outside waiting for the sound. He's like, ah, "I love it. I hear when you scream when the window pane hits your urinating penis out the window." <laughs> you see, they broke off the penis and they're inspecting it now. So it's a police report, campus police police report about the missing statue. And That's they Percy it was. He has a name. That's Officer Percy. Oh, my mistake. I didn't. I didn't mean. I did. I didn't say Percy per se. He was his uh, acting credits include Canadian uh, Canada camera. No, only the money was Canada. Only the money was Canada. This was all Florida. Okay, uh, now they're gonna like they've got a search warrant and they're gonna look for the uh, statue and they have the right to be there, but somehow they're sneaking in anyway. Whose kitchen looked like that? I'll tell you after the show, Carl. It's a hint, though. I can't. I can't. We've done this show for five years. I always regret when I I dish about Montclair, New Jersey. Okay, they they were from Montclair. Were they from my neck of the woods? They weren't from over by the path, Mark. No, they they were walking distance from your house. I'll I'll tell tell you afterwards. Walking distance. His father was a professor. That's me. Oh, shit. (laughs) No, they, they don't drink any hard liquor here at the frat house. No, it's all about beer, and then you puke up and make room. Do you remember my kitchen was uh, slanted? It was tilted. Like, if you put a baseball on the floor, it would roll a direction. I have distinct memory of your kitchen. We shot a lot of stuff there. I shot uh, a hostage video for the show in front of your refrigerator. Uh, yeah. 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 You also got uh, electroshock therapied. That's right. Well, that kitchen table, that, that should get a, an award. I think that you could go to the Academy Museum and it's on display. Like, I see the 17,000 fish burger sketches. Right. This kitchen table. With those gingham curtains. Yeah, the, the gingham. And the bathroom right right off of the kitchen, right? That got a lot of play, right? That oh, got... well, at Hamlet, I was sitting on the toilet. Right. Yeah. And then there was the... Uh, choking your chicken the robot one yeah that was a little weird curled up i made you a nice bed it's a warm remember (laughs) the bathtub right you you and you i made you a warm and i i you i showed you the bathtub for you You to sleep you meant to say i made you a warm bed but i saw in your eyes you were in the scene i was rolling you said i made you a warm and you looked down it was not a bed it's a bathtub so you just stopped talking i made you a warm (laughs) oh man everything's funnier than this fucking movie mike you can't be scripted just whatever comes (laughs) out I did have a chance to perform someone's bit and uh, wrote it was really funny and I fucked up a line I'm like oh well <laughs> you know like shit we've been there before yeah whoa it's beer how did they do that Fibber McGee they have Fibber McGee this is an intervention well what do you mean well I opened your closet and 6,000 empty beer cans fell out yeah they're empty what's the big deal <laughs> What if did it hurt? No, they were empty. It would have hurt me, ma'am. Oh yeah, this I is love the... you. I'm Griselda. Oh yeah, that's it. He's talking. You know, Officer Tully maybe is okay, right? As an actor, 
his stuff is a little funny. Who? Toby McGuire? <laughs> Officer Tully here. You just corrected me to say it properly. Is he Officer? The Percy. Officer oh, Percy. Oh, the Percy. Percy. Right. Yeah, because you're like that cop. The guy has a name. He's been working Yellow Stream community Does for he? years. Does he? Does he really? <laughs> It's it, he did have an IMDb entry. Okay, oh, right. so he, he comes down with the. She, he's gonna pop it, and then Grossout's gonna call him a murderer. Oh no, he shot it. Wait a minute, hang on. He took a gun what? and he shot the, a the boom mic. I saw the boom mic. Oh my god, I missed it. Okay, first of all. It shot across to him, and Grossout made a perfect catch. What a good scene. But then the boom mic zoomed over to him. We don't have time, Carl. Now, this is, again, another scene we saw in Animal House. Right, yeah. A a girl in the window. Right. He was on a ladder, not a tree, but still. Now, trading places with the gorilla suit was uh, 83. He's only he's only in a gorilla suit because there was a costume party. I doubt they said. Hey, what the fuck? John Landis made a movie called Banana Monsters, aka yeah. Schlock, and he dressed up in a gorilla suit, and that was a movie, and that was a seventies film. Schlock. Yeah, yeah, his first film maybe. It's a... And you kept sneaking. <laughs>
goodbye, no aloha.